The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week, I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am chatting with recent bride Lindsay Thomason about her wedding at Walt Disney World, and I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she and Jackie planned their event and how everything turned out. So welcome, Lindsay. Hi, thank you very much for having us. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm curious to know how you guys decided, you know what, we're going to have our wedding at Disney and it's going to be a wishes wedding. Okay, so I've gone to Disney World my whole life. And it was our vacation place of choice. And so when Jackie and I first got together, I said, oh, I'm supposed to go to Disney World this year. Do you want to come along? And then she got hooked. And we've gone as a couple I don't, a bazillion times. Yeah, I think the wedding trip was actually our 13th trip in seven years. Wow. Yeah, so insane amount of times. And we really wanted to have a, a wedding and a reception. So that kind of put us in wishes. And we were just sort of hoping that enough people would come to make it okay. <laughs> and for those of you listening at home, that second voice was Jackie chiming in. <laughs> hey guys, I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then how did your friends and family react? Was it totally natural? Did they expect that you would be getting married there? Or was it a total shocker? For the most part, people were like, of course you are. We had a few people that thought, oh, this is going to be really hokey or, you know, we got the typical is Mickey Mouse going to officiate and things like that. But um, yeah, for the most part, people were supportive and not at all phased by it. Okay, cool. How many guests did you have and how far did they come? We had 28 guests plus us and a lot of them came from Texas. Some came from Florida and my sister and nephew came from Hawaii. I think everybody else was. We also had um, Steve from New oh, Jersey. Oh, yes, Steve from New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> was he known as Steve from New Jersey? <laughs> he ended up being known as Steve from New Jersey because our DJ, Charles Miles, would be like, Jersey! And then he would come onto the dance floor. So I'm pretty sure that's how everybody knows him now. <laughs> that's awesome. So when you were planning, how did you decide what locations you wanted to use for your ceremony and reception? Well, initially, we wanted to look at Seabreeze Point and the gazebo and maybe the lawn at the boardwalk because we were thinking, you know, we don't know how traditional we want to be. We don't really know how this is going to look or what it's going to end up looking like. And then when we went for our site visit, we 
asked to see the wedding pavilion just because we were already there and just fell in love with it. We went in the morning, which is when we wanted to have our wedding anyway, and the sunlight coming through the windows and everything, it was just, it, it felt like it was the right place to be. And then Ariel's, we liked that Ariel's was mostly decorated already. So we didn't have to, we didn't want to pump a whole lot of money into decorating. So we liked that aspect and the proximity to Epcot. And then the dessert party location was just sort of offered to us. (laughs) Oh, interesting. What location was that? We got UK Lockside. I think we had the choice of that and maybe one other one, but I was super familiar with that location. So I just said, let's just go for it. Yeah, and I think that's one of the best locations there. So you guys lucked out. Yeah, I loved it, how how secluded it is and how our guests really felt like it was like a VIP experience. You know, like they really felt like they were something special and you feel like you're in the show, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a great aspect. Now, can you give me a timeline of how the day ran? I sort of turned my brain off that day, which was awesome because I never turned my brain off. So that's a testament to Disney right there. So I think that we had hair and makeup show up around 5.30 and we had Patricia Lejeune and her team of magicians. And then Nathan Root and Kim showed up about seven-ish, seven o'clock-ish. And so they started taking pictures and we started getting dressed shortly thereafter. And then we had our first look around eight. And I want to say we got to the Grand Floridian around 9, and our ceremony was at 10. So that's the start of the day. And then after the ceremony, we had the pre-reception from 11 to 12 at Martha's Vineyard just outside of Ariel's. And then reception was 12 to 4. And then we had a little break, which was wonderful because we could get off our feet. And then we met up at the International Gateway at... 745 ish and our dessert party was from 8 to 9 30. Okay and if you don't mind chatting a little bit about the break because we had a break in our day we thought it was great we loved having time to relax but a lot of people are nervous about it what are my guests gonna do especially like you guys were already in the Epcot area but then there was a break and then there was the Epcot dessert party how did that work for your guests? I totally had that same concern going in like, oh my gosh, you know, what are people going to do? Are they going to go back to their rooms? It ended up really not being that big of a deal. We had some guests that drank in the boardwalk area. (laughs) They just sort of continued the party. We had several guests that either went to Hollywood Studios because it was the first weekend of Star Wars weekends. And some guests went to Epcot to start drinking there. Apparently had a lot of people drinking. (laughs) And so it really ended up being, I think some people went back and rested in their rooms or changed clothes. We went back and Jackie crashed. (laughs) Just like, she was like, I'm not going to mess up my hair and makeup and just fell asleep. And then I couldn't sleep because I was all pumped up on adrenaline. So I went through our guest book and you know, ate some of our cake for fun and (laughs) got out of my dress for a few hours. And it was, it was wonderful. I loved it. That's awesome. And then did you guys have transportation for people back to the International Gateway or did they just make their own way? We did not. We had them make their own way. We, I made very detailed instructions for how to get on Disney buses to get to the front of Epcot. And we had one person helping people get into the front and then everybody that was around the International Gateway, we, we made detailed instructions of how to get to the International Gateway and had everybody meet there for another person to assist them into the gate. 
it was a lot, it felt like it was a lot of instructions on the front end, but it ended up working out totally fine. It was actually a major concern for us that we thought people wouldn't be able to find a way to get from their hotel back to Epcot. Like it was some secret thing that no one knew how to do. (laughs) So we were like, that was one thing we were concerned about. And then we realized that, oh, they're all adults and they all dressed themselves this morning. They won't be able to take a bus that says Epcot and find their way. So that was something we shouldn't have been worried about, but it worked itself out perfectly. The escort through the park was great and they made sure everyone was there. And that was really considerate of you guys to have an escort at the front of the park because the resort transportation does not take them anywhere near International Gateway. So to have them be able to go straight to the front is really great. Right. And we had so many people that weren't super familiar with Disney. And so I was like drawing on the little Epcot map, like, okay, here's where your bus is going to get off. And here's where you should meet somebody. And this is where they're going to take you. Like trying to sort of calm any nerves that anybody else would have. So yeah, it was nice that we had somebody meeting there. And they would actually call, we were standing with another person. And they would call us and say, hey, we have this many people. You know, are, are we missing anybody? You know, who are you looking for? And so it was really, really nice that they were so accommodating. That's great. Did you guys have a theme for your wedding? Not really. When we went in, we definitely did not have any sort of theme. And then some sort of popped up towards the end of our planning. But when we went in, we just said we want things to be very clean and very simple. We don't want people to be like overloaded with colors or flowers or things that they're not going to remember anyway. But then as we were planning, we ended up having sort of a Donald theme and an infinity sign theme because I had uh, two infinity and beyond on our aisle runner. And then I was wearing an infinity bracelet and all of our girls were wearing infinity necklaces. So that worked out. And then we had Donald coming to the reception with Mickey. And so we put Donald feet on our cake, which I had never seen before. And it was so cool. And then we had Donald cupcakes at the dessert party, which was fun. So it sort of became a theme, but it wasn't really a theme to begin with. Interesting. That's cool how it just evolved. Yeah. And it was all pretty, it was all pretty understated. Well, the Donald cupcakes weren't very understated, (laughs) but the rest of it was pretty understated. So it still fit with our like clean, crisp, nothing crazy theme, I guess. (laughs) Non-theme. Okay, so then what were the most and least important aspects of your wedding when you were focusing your attention and budget? The most important thing besides having a Disney wedding was to have the roots. That was my number one most important thing, and everything else fell below that. So we went to budgeting. It was like, okay, well, I've got photography covered, so now where else do we need to spend our money to fit Disney's minimums? My mom really wanted a DJ, and then we really cared about the guest experience because I was taken care of with photography. So then it was like, okay, well, what are our guests going to do? Are they going to have a good time? Are they going to have enough to do? That was a huge concern of my mom's. And so she really, she, it was her idea to have the caricature artist, and really she was thrilled to have Charles Miles there. And then we did ear hats as favors and put everybody's name on them, um, and they served as their table placements as well. That sort of served as another aspect of entertainment, even though we didn't necessarily see it as being one when we decided to do that. So I think that's probably where most of our attention and budget went was just what are the guests going to do? And are they going to be having fun? 
everybody seems to have had a good time. So I think I think that was a win for us. Yeah, I think the coolest thing about the ear hats was that we didn't we had all adults except for like one two and a half year old and uh, everyone we came in put on their hats and we were like whoa we were not expecting that at all we thought people would be like oh that's where I'm gonna sit take their hat and place it under their chair but every person put it on and was taking selfies immediately <laughs> and I think that just kind of made the day like made the reception just start everybody was just excited and um yeah, yeah it was a super fun, fun memory yeah that's great and were there areas besides, like you were saying, floral and decor you wanted to streamline? Any other areas where you saved money? Well, transportation probably, because we didn't have transportation for the dessert party. And then Jackie and I hoofed it in a luxury van all day. We had a luxury van for before picking us up from Boardwalk, taking us to the Grand, taking us to the wedding, and then taking us to the reception. And then we did a one-way van to help get people from the boardwalk to the grand. And other than that, we just had the motor coach. So we really didn't spend, I think, as much as we could have with transportation. It wasn't something that I really cared about that much. Right. So what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? Okay, well, my favorite memory was our vows. I spent a lot of time agonizing over them. And a lot of time working on them and trying to figure out what I wanted to do and what we wanted to do. I sort of directed that conversation. (laughs) But I think that they came out really well. And I really enjoyed how when we we read them back and forth to each other. And they were sort of in three parts. So it was fun as as we were reading back and forth to hear our guests awe or chuckle or something like that. It was really fun to feel like they were involved and they were getting to see a piece of us that we don't necessarily share all the time. So that was really exciting for me. Uh, My favorite part had to be um, our first look uh, because I had never been to that part of the boardwalk before where they did our like first look pictures. And we normally do everything together and we spend just every second of the day with each other. We work with each other, go to school, everything like that. And so when we got ready, we were in different rooms. So it was exciting to wait for her to get down there and to see how she looked. And it was just, it was really cool that Nathan could catch all of our reactions at first. It was really special. That was my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Two things. One of our luxury vans had a flat tire. But, yeah, but not with us in it. So that was good. <laughs> We didn't actually find out about it until this other vehicle came and picked us up and they were like, the other thing had a flat tire, so we're taking you in this. And so it was totally fine. We didn't even, it was just like a blip on the radar. The major thing, well, major for me that went wrong was that my shoes disappeared. What? Yeah, I, so I had Jimmy Choo, Jackie and I had matching Jimmy Choo's, but hers were taller in height because she's shorter than I am. And we took them off at the reception and put on Converse and we put them under our chairs. And I didn't think about them after that moment because I was on the dance floor, I was talking to guests or whatever. And I didn't notice until I was going through our bins several days later that my shoes, Jackie's shoes made it into the bins. My shoes never made it into the bins. (sighs) So I went to Beach Club, I contacted our planner and her assistant, 
and just went everywhere that I could think of and filled out the forms to try to get them back. And they have never turned up. Nobody knows what happened. Nobody knows where they went. So that's a total bummer, like the one small thing. But I didn't notice it on the wedding day. So it was not anywhere close to being on my radar on that day. But now... It's a bummer. That is shocking. I mean, it's like that episode of Sex and the City come to life. Yes, I know. (sighs) Well, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Everything. (laughs) I definitely overthink everything. So at one point in time, I'm pretty sure everything on the entire day was a big deal to me. And then it turned out not to be. Because like I said, I turned off my brain that day. I didn't think about anything. And everything was taken care of. So, yeah, I don't think that you should stress out about anything at all if you're going with Disney. Just tell them what you need and let them take care of it. That's great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now, besides tethering your shoes with a padlock to your chair? Yes, that for sure. I would have had videography for sure. I missed out on Jackie came down the aisle first and she went down to the James Bond theme. Yeah. And from the pictures of the excited men's faces in the audience, I gather that it was quite a spectacle, but I won't get to see it. And then our flower girl was so cute. She's so young. And so she really had no concept of what she was supposed to be doing. And that was fine because we picked her. And so... She got on on the aisle and she was like, oh, crap, what do I do? And Jackie squatted down and held her arms out and she ran into Jackie's arms and hugged her. And that would be so cute to see on a video. So I'm so bummed that I didn't get to see Maddie running to Jackie or Jackie running down to James Bond. Other than that, I would get videography 100% if it was in the budget and I could do it again. Other than that, I think we're pretty solid. Yeah, I would totally agree with the videography. I would I would like her to be able to see me, like, actually making it down the aisle in heels. <laughs> falling, uh, considering I normally don't wear them. And they were so big for me. Like, tall, not big, but tall. And uh, so I could be like, see, it actually happened. I didn't fall. I was expecting when, pe- like, when I finished for people to clap because it was such a big thing. Uh, so that would have been cool to see that again. But That's awesome. So do you guys have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? My biggest tip would be to relax as much as possible because like the reason you're choosing Disney is because we all know the customer service and every concern that we ever had was addressed and they went above and beyond on every little detail. If I could go back over that year, I would just be like, whatever, doesn't matter. Call Diane, let her do whatever she wanted and just... (laughs) have a good time because they really just took care of everything. And I think that would be my biggest thing. Everybody just needs to like just chill for a second because the littlest detail, they probably already thought about it 10 different ways than you have. And it was the best day of our life. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Yes. I blogged the day or posted the day on Disboards and on the Disney Mooner site. And then the photos are on the Roots blog and on my Facebook. Well, Lindsay and Jackie, thank you so much for taking the time to share the story of your day. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for orchestrating an event, for saving money while still getting exactly what you want. And I really appreciate your taking the time. 
Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you so much. We're such big fans of your podcast. We listen to it all the time. So thank you. Oh, thank you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.